smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast this is mint light morning shot and i am shohini sen good morning here's a round up of the news you can use before you start your day Countries are increasingly seeking self-reliance ever since the COVID-19 induced lockdowns upended global supply chains. Abu Dhabi, for example, aims to boost investment in projects for farming in the desert and even in space. The Abu Dhabi Investment Office has said it would spend as much as 41 million dollars to develop in partnership with other companies technologies for producing food in dry conditions. It will also work with an entity that uses the International Space Station to research producing food in space and extreme climate tsunami. The agrochemical sector is likely to see a sharp rebound this year, according to Chrysler Ratings' latest report. The sector is likely to see a growth of 12 to 14 percent in the current fiscal year, largely due to a sharp recovery in offtake from domestic agriculture sector and continuing healthy exports. Higher area under cultivation and 4% increase in minimum support prices during the Kharif season for key crops is likely to boost agrochemical consumption this year. Chrysler director Samir Charania said to PTI. While 65% of agrochemicals demand is derived from the Kharif or the summer season, an above average monsoon in the first half of the year coupled with the present water reservoir level will ensure a healthy increase in the coming winter season for indian crops as well the report estimates overall food grain production may actually exceed the initial target set by the government at 3000 lakh tons after a month of violence armenia azerbaijan and russia have signed a deal to end the military conflict over the nagorno karabakh region The conflict over the territory which has simmered for decades despite international efforts to reach a peace deal erupted into fresh fighting in late September. Russian President Vladimir Putin has announced plans to deploy Russian peacekeepers along the front line in Nagorno-Karabakh and the corridor between the region and Armenia. However, the news was not taken lightly by Armenian protesters who marched to the Prime Minister's official residence in Yerevan. after the ceasefire was announced on Tuesday according to Reuters the month long unrest had given rise to fears of a wider regional war with turkey supporting its ally azerbaijan russia meanwhile has a defense pact with armenia and a military base there us president donald trump has yet to concede defeat to his democratic challenger joe biden He's leveled allegations of voter fraud and is preparing to mount legal challenges to last week's election results and is seeking an emergency injunction in Pennsylvania, the state that took Biden past the halfway mark of 270 electoral votes. Not that Trump has to concede by law, but it's been a graceful tradition of a peaceful transfer of power in the US. In 1992, George H W Bush failed in his re-election bid and reportedly said he had been given the order of the boot. In 2000, Al Gore called up George W Bush to concede and called back to unconcede as the recount in Florida went sideways. After the Supreme Court halted further recount, Gore finally conceded. 
A study by satellite communication company Inmarsat has revealed that many people do not plan to go back to their earlier travel regime even after the coronavirus pandemic has subsided. Months after most companies have carried on majority of their work remotely, businesses have realized that traveling might not be required after all. The survey was done with 10,000 global respondents, 83% of whom are reluctant to fall back into their old travel habits and 31% will travel less often by air. Within the Asia-Pacific region, only one quarter of people are confident of traveling again in the next six months, lest they catch the COVID-19 virus. While this can help save costs for companies, it can have a major impact on aviation, which gets about 55% to 75% of their profit from corporate travelers. According to the International Air Transport Association, losses for the industry can cross $84 billion in 2020. Struggling with rising cases of coronavirus, residents of Philippines have turned towards gardening for a quick way to relax their anxious nerves. The gardening craze, AFP reports, is being called a plantemic and has made prices for the greens shoot through the roof. Some plant sellers have seen a tripling of daily turnover, with prices for some varieties of monsteras reaching 55,000 pesos each compared to 800 pesos before the pandemic. The rise in demand, however, has also given rise to a new problem, poaching. Rangers patrolling the forest of Zamboanga were asked to watch out for plant thieves after officials noticed some species posted on social media could only be found in the region's protected areas. Now, removing threatened species from the forest is illegal or requires special permit in Philippines. But catching these miscreants can be tough after the plant has been sold in the market. You're listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.